the sower soweth the what? Okay, I'll let you get there. Mark 4, 14. Okay, we word people, right? All right, we're here to hear what the word has to say to us today. And we got several scriptures that we want to uh, give you concerning healing, but I just meant to make sure that our soil is right. <laughs> you know, the seed can come. How many know a seed can come? But if the soil is not right, the, soil can, the, the, the seed will just kind of fall. Something will come up, but it won't be the, the, uh, if it's not on good ground, which I don't want to get ahead of myself. So are we there? Mark 4, 14, the sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, see, this is why it's so important for you to come to healing school and study the word. I tell you to get your scriptures and take them home with you because the sower sows the word. And then it says, Satan cometh when? Immediately to take away the word that was sown in their hearts. You know, you would think after a while, Satan would leave you alone and you, you know, you just, you know, this word, I've been around for a long time. And so, you know, it's already in me, but you have to continually, scripture says that if we continue in his word, we're his disciples indeed, and we'll know the truth and the truth will set us free. And he says, faith comes by hearing. Didn't say faith cometh by having heard. Faith cometh by hearing. Every day we need faith for that day. We need to hear the word for that day because every morning there's new things that we're going to face in our lives. So the sower, the word is coming and it says, but Satan comes immediately to steal the word that was sown in our heart. But we have to recognize that. If we know that, then we will guard the word, guard the word on healing, guard the word on prosperity, Guard the word on relationships. Guard what this word is saying. And he says, Satan comes immediately to take away. <laughs> He's the thief. He, thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He is concerned about you wonderful men and women getting up and coming or tuning in to this today. He is concerned. Because if you guys fool around and get this word on the inside of you, and understand that God's plan for you is health and healing and deliverance and cause you to rise up and, and, and let the world see the, the mighty move of God on your behalf. He's concerned because he comes immediately to steal the word, <clears throat> to take away the word that was sown in their heart. Verse 16, and these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. This is great. We're here together. We are receiving the word with gladness. You know, we get Kalila or we get uh, uh, Pam or any one of you to stand up and quote the word and, and we say, yay, yay. She got that scripture. Okay. But these are they which likewise are sown on stony ground who when they have heard the word, yay, immediately receive it with gladness. There's nothing wrong with it because we should receive the word with gladness, but we got to understand you receive it, but you still got to walk it out. <clears throat> okay, and it says receive, immediately receive it with gladness, verse 17, and have no root. 
make sure you got some root. He says, and have no root. So he's talking about the different kinds of scenarios, how the seed can go. So this is the one who received it with gladness and, and, and have no root in themselves. And so they just endure but for a time. You know, I'm, I heard the words, as Godot taught the word on healing. Yes, by Jesus' stripes, I'm going to quote it every day. I'm going to say this every day, or I'm going to leave it. But you receive it with gladness. But he says, but if it's not rooted the right way, it, it, so endure but for a time. And afterwards, when, come on now, we're going to teach the word, but when affliction you get that sharp pain, Oop, but I thought I was, but I thought, <laughs> but I said, <laughs> when affliction or persecution arise, or that doctor say, well, I don't care what they said at that church. I don't care what scripture you quoted. You still have blum, blum, you know, you will never do this. You'll never walk again. You'll never. As afflictions come. Or persecution arise, and your family say, oh, look at you going to that church over there, and they tell you this and that. What you do with it, you're going to have some different things. Try, and, and the people don't know, family members, the doctor, a different one, they're not, they don't understand they're being used by the enemy. And I'm not saying the doctors are the enemy, and I'm not telling you your neighbor, your family members, they, they just don't know. They're coming against the word that is on the inside of you. You just have to know. And that's why we want it on good ground. We want it to get to the right place. So with gladness come, it don't, you know, it's not just the gladness. It's that I really believe this. Because affliction is going to come. And persecution will arise for what? The word's sake. It's not necessarily you. It wants to stop the word. <laughs> God's plan for us is health and healing and prosperity and blessings in our life. The word is there to make this happen. So it's up to us to realize it. And, and I love the word of God because it just gives us so many, much direction. And this is Jesus speaking here. This is red letters. <laughs> the sower sold the word. He gives parables so that we can understand. And he says, and have no root in themselves. So so and so endure but for a time afterwards when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake immediately they're offended they don't realize the enemy is trying to steal so you're looking at that person or you're looking at that doctor or you're looking at that pastor because the pastor said this was going to happen to me and this didn't happen did it go inside of you is it the word are you really letting the word work in your life or you're letting different things put your eyes on everything else but the word. And so then verse 19, and then the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches. I'm in the right place, right? Deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word. The word is there, but this is the scenario. It chokes the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Come on, we're in healing school. We come every Friday. We come 
every, uh, and we tell you, don't just come on healing school. I want you to take these scriptures home. I want you to meditate on them. I want you to quote them. Pastor's telling us we need to memorize the word of God. David says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin, that I might not say the contrary thing that my flesh wants to say right now. Because right now, I, I don't feel so blessed. Right now, I don't feel so healed. So right now, I don't feel prosperous. I don't feel like it's working. But we say what the word says. And it says, so the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things enter in and choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. The seed is still a good seed. But it depends on what, where it's falling on. We're going to talk a little bit about the heart because it's the heart. Everything comes into the heart. Wherever your heart is, that's how the, the fruit or the word is going to be able to work in your life. The Bible talks about out of the heart flows the issues of life. You can get a good word, but if your heart is like hard and it's like, that ain't going to happen to me. That just don't happen in my family. Oh, I tried that before. It's your heart. So the sower sows the word. Is he really talking about? The scripture says also the heart is deceitful above all things. Because the heart can just, you know, you, you, the heart is there for a reason. It's, it's a good heart. You know, there's love that comes out of a heart. But that's also where our emotions and different things kind of, you know, depends on what's going on. Our heart can be broken. Our heart can be affected. But we have to do what the word says and put it on the inside and let the word do the work. Okay, we're going to get, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Verse 20, and it says, and these are they which are sown on good ground. Say, my, my seed is going to fall on good ground. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it. And the fruit, the, 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 um, the proof is going to be, because it says, going back to verse 20, start again. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and do what? Bring forth fruit. See, you can tell me all day that you heard the word and you are doer of the word. But guess what? Your fruit going to be seen. What comes out of your mouth is showing what's actually on the inside of you. How you proceed, how you go along, how you just, you know, you say, you know, I might not feel like I'm, I'm blessed, but I know I'm blessed. I may not feel like I'm healed right now, but I know that I'm healed. That is the fruit. You know, they say, but look at you. Your nose is running. You know, your eyes is all puffed up. Different things on that life. Hey, but I believe. I'm healed. I believe by Jesus' stripes I'm healed. So it's, it's got to be on the inside. And you say it by faith whether you feel it or see it or not. That's when it's on good ground. And that's how you're able to be fruitful in this area. And I know, and I know, again, Satan comes immediately, and there's people that fight against faith. But heck, faith is what pleases God. Faith is what pleases God, and faith comes by what? 
So the more, the more you hear the word of God, the more faith is built up in your life. And then you, and you have the good ground. The faith is getting your heart right to deal with the different situations you're going to deal with. And you can't be moved by what you see. You can't be moved by what you hear, your taste, you feel, you smell, all these kind of different things. And in a natural, it ain't natural. It ain't natural. So we're going to talk about that too. It's not natural, so just understand that's why you got to guard this word. That's why it's got to be on good ground so it can produce in your heart because there's going to be somebody soon as you leave, soon as you go down the street, soon as you turn on the TV, soon as you do this and that, just going to come contrary. But if it's inside of you, and we want God, you know, we want it to be inside. I don't want you teaching Sister Godot's gospel or Pastor Godot's gospel. I want you to hear what the word is saying and guard the word of God in your heart. Faith is in God is, is awesome. And it can turn your situations around. Believe me, the word, depending on what you say, what you do, what you believe, as a man thinketh in his heart. What have you been thinking? What have you been trained to think? What has been planted on the inside of you? If you think you're going to be sick, if you think you're going to die early, if you think that you'll never have a, a quality of life, that's what you're going to have. So you want faith to believe, to believe things can be different. And, you know, like any, any seed that is planted, you don't see the results the next hour. You don't see the results the next day. The farmer don't plant the seed and say, oh, I just planted this yesterday. Let me dig it up and see what it's doing. You got to let it, let it take its course. So as we believe in God and planting seed in our heart for a certain thing, and we're going on and planting more seeds about this, point that, and putting more and more inside it so we can get strong, Okay. And verse 20 says, and these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bringeth forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100. Well, I was hearing Barry, remember Pastor had Brother Barry Tubbs, he was, came visiting a couple of services last week. And he, you know, he wouldn't, when he was praying, he said, not some 30. He said, I'm believing God for not some 30. For not some 60, but I'm believing for a hundredfold. And that's what he was speaking over us. So a lot of times we use that 30 and 60. We'll thank God for it. If 30 comes, I'm going to thank God for it. If 60 come, I'm going to thank God for it. But I'm, sh I'm, sh I'm striving for the hundred. Okay? So that's, that's just how it is. It says it'll bring, come bring forth fruit. Some is going to only bring 30. Some is only going to bring 60. It just depends on where you are, how much seed you put on the inside of you, how strong you can be in the word. Again, you don't look at somebody else, compare yourself. Well, I started the same time I, they started, and they're doing this, and they're doing that. You need to find out what are you doing, what are you really believing, and what are you really operating in. And, and God is no, res, no respecter of persons. So again, but Paul said to compare yourself with others it's not wise. Don't compare yourself with nobody else. This is your relationship with the Lord. So I'm believing you should strive. The old song we used to sing in our church was, Lord, I'm running. 
trying to make a hundred. <laughs> Ninety-nine and a half won't do. Lord, I'm running, trying to make a hundred. Ninety-nine and a half won't do. So we're going for the hundred. And thank God for it. And then um, first, let me go down to uh, verse 26. And Jesus said here, he says, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man shall cast seed into the ground. And he said, And should sleep, and rise night and day. And the seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. It's in the ground. You don't even know how. You know, you go from day to day, and you, and you sleep. You, you know you planted the seed. You know you believe in the word of God. You know you speak in the word. But the kingdom of God is like this. You just plant the seed. And then day and night goes by, week by week goes by. And you check yourself and say, wow, my head ain't hurting like it used to hurt. Hey, I'm able to, I'm able to walk better than I was walking. Hey, I'm, I'm getting a glimpse of sight that I hadn't seen. Because the seed is in there. And he says, and the seed groweth, and you knoweth not how. It's just because it's a principle. It's going to happen. When you plant the seed, come on, y'all. A farmer don't have to guess. You don't have to guess. The earth, verse 28, for the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. First the blade, then the ear, and after that the full corn in the ear. 29, but when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he put it in a sickle because the harvest <laughs> is come. Praise God. There's things that God is doing in our lives and it's going to produce in each one of us as we put the word inside of us and believe the word. Turn with me to uh, Romans 8 and 6. And this is how the word is going to be able to operate in our lives because we've got to recognize the difference of how we think and how we speak. Because we've got to protect what God has put in us. Are we at Romans 8 and 6? Okay, so for to be carnally minded is what? But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. <laughs> Carnally, carnal is it's just natural. It's just natural. It's not meaning you're bad because you think carnally. I mean, it's just the natural way of thinking. We're, we're thinking more worldly than we are spiritually. But he says, natural brings death. I'm just going to do, you know, it's just me. I'm just, this is just how it is with me. This is just how I do things. But we got to change how we do things. Because you are doing natural things. To be carnally minded is death. You know, it's just natural to just 
No, somebody steps on my toe. It's just natural for me to just, you know. <laughs> what they doing? Stepping on my toe. This is what I do. This is what I've been doing. Somebody get in my space. I let them know you don't belong in my space. You know, or you're going out and somebody is, is, is saying, well, I'm going to give you some, either some drugs or, or a drink. It's just natural to be, you know, that's just, you know, they offered it to me, so it's just natural to. No. Not no more. That's old life. So that's why we get the word of God, so we can change our natural thinking. Our thinking, you know, mama and them did this. Mama, this is the way I was raised. No, we are no longer in the natural state. You know, the Bible says we were born in iniquity, or we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. It's just how it was. That's why we needed a savior. That's why we needed change in our life. It wasn't like, you know, I didn't ask for this. No, you were just born in this. But God had a way to bring you to light. And David says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. I got a new path. I got a new way. And that's the way that I have to operate in. To be carnally minded is death. So we got to, that's what I'm saying, we put the word on the inside of us. So we can get rid of this carnal mind that's just accepting anything that anybody says about us. Or, you know, you just, if you're thinking, you know, you say, well, I didn't ask for these afflictions on my body. I didn't ask for, for this cancer in my body. Or I haven't asked for this diabetes. Or I haven't asked for this kidney problem or this liver problem. But what have we been doing naturally that has brought certain things? on our lives. No, we didn't ask for certain things, but now let me check myself. Let me see what I'm doing. Hey, it, it was there, but all I know now, I'm spiritually minded, so whatever it is, you know, I'm not going to be mad. This is how did God, why did you let this happen to me? I don't know what all happened. I don't know about y'all, but I'll, I'll admit, there's things that I had to learn how to stop thinking. You know, you heard me say different things that has happened. And when the doctors ask me about my family history and the different things, I can, you know, I, ch I choose not to put down what they're asking because what happened to somebody in my family is not going to happen to me. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just telling you because I really, truly believe I was adopted into a new family. I thank God for my family. I appreciate, but I learned what not to do. And the things that brought on certain things in my family, I'm not doing that. I learned from that. And any real mother or father that loves their children would want their children to take on a better, because we want better for our children than what has happened for us. And God still loves me if I, when I go through different things, when things do happen in my body, which has happened in my body just like everybody else. But I choose what the word says about me, and I truly believe it. That's why I want your hearts to be turned so that you can actually not just mentally assent, say that I'm healed, but actually know. Because the real tests come, that when the afflictions and the persecution come, you got to know. And then we, we tell you we want to keep hearing the word of God so it can be 
a reality. So to be carnally minded is death. You have to think that, you know, this is just going to happen to me. I'm only going to live this long. I'm only going to have these certain things as carnally minded. And he says, I don't want you to be carnally minded because it's death. You just, but you are spirit now. We were born, you know, we, before, before Christ we were body, soul, and spirit. But now we are spirit, soul, and body. We're led by our spirit, not our flesh. Okay, so that's why we build ourselves up. And we help each other. We encourage small groups, and we encourage Bible studies, <clears throat> and we encourage all the different things so you can be there, so you can help, help each other. <clears throat> when somebody says, you know, I'm just sick, you know it's natural for you to say it? What you used to saying? Well, it is. Look at me. I'm, no. We have to help each other. You know, help each other say no. Say what the word says about you. But most of all, make it a, really a part of you. So whether I'm standing here with you, correcting you, or you by yourself, you are saying, and we want it to be a reality. So, and, and so God gives a different illustration. The sower sows the word. And then he talks about the farmer. The farmer has no doubt in his mind. He's had harvest year after year after year. And so it's the same with the word going inside of us. Year after year, we should expect God to be God in our lives. Watch his miraculous power working in and through us. You know, I, I mean, I, I guess I kind of had this kind of a daring thing as a, as a kid. It's like, if you tell me I can't do something, if you tell me I can't have something, I'm determined I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's kind of how it is with me with the, with the word of God. If the devil say I can't have something, but the word says I can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. You know, I, I just have something in me that just makes me want to push. Then there's some people a little more passive, and they just say, okay, if you say I can't. But the word makes a difference in our lives. So I, I just have that determination that if you say I can't, or that, you know, y'all heard Pastor talk about our marriage and how the family said that we weren't going to make it. You know, it still took God to do it. But we were determined to dig into the principles of God. It still took us to work the word, but because we had that determination, it's like, you know, it isn't just a, I'm going to show you, daddy. I'm going to stay with this man, but I hate him, you know, but I'm going to show you. No. The Lord gives you a love. The Lord gives you the patience. The Lord gives you the, the ability to adapt. That's the biggest thing in relationships is adapting. God gives you the ability to do that because I I, I chose his ways, and, and, but, but because of that, I'm able to let the family and those that said we weren't going to make it, even this ministry, right in this sanctuary right here, believing for it, standing for it, and, and, and walking around. You heard me talk about taking my little kids, Kimmy and Philip, uh, walking around the building, said what Joshua said, you know, God told Joshua, you know, wherever the sole of your feet tread, I'm going to give it to you. It didn't make no sense. We didn't have no money. It didn't make no sense, but we were believing. I heard the word of God concerning it. I didn't know what God was going to do in 2018 and what all was planned, but I took the word, and it didn't, I didn't see it, but I saw. 
I just, I just believe God wanted us. We were running around different places, looking at churches and trying to find out where we were going to uh, uh, have a church. We went to several places. And it's just like, that's not it. But here it is. But you don't have no money. You don't have the ability. But God has the ability. So it's just the seed that is planted. It's something on the inside of you just, you just got to see yourself. And I'm telling you that concerning healing and everything else. It's like I see myself whole. I know what the doctor said. I know what was in my family history. I know what it's, it, it, it looks like. But I see myself living long. I see myself vibrant. I see my strength strong. Not just something you heard, because if it's just something you heard, it's not going to have the ability to work in your life. That's why we give the words to the source. So to be carnally minded, carnally minded means that I'm just going to say what I want to say. I'm just, this is just how it is. This is just, tells us there, be carnally minded is death. Yes, and death is waiting. Satan is there. He showed you. He comes immediately to steal the word that was sown. So he's like, yay, I got him. But to be spiritually minded, and that's what you get here at Calvary Christian Center. We are giving you, and that's why I believe God blessed us to have the facility and that not on. And Pastor always teases me. He says, when we get busy and we got all these services and all these different meetings and different things, <clears throat> he said, Brittany, said I was going to be minister. You said that this was going to happen. I said, all I know was a, a maybe 100 and 150 year, uh, size congregation. That's all I was used to. That's all I. I ain't asked for all this. I didn't see. It's your fault. You the one. I was like, no, you the one. But to God be the glory. We love what we do. We love what God has done. But to get the word, because the word is on the inside of us, and we want it to be on the inside of everybody. God gave us his building, not to say, look at our building. He gave us a building so we can put, put the word inside of people, just like he put inside of us, and still putting. That's why we have it. That's why faith comes by hearing and hearing. You keep hearing the word. The, 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 the devils we had back in the 80s is some different devils now. There's some different ways that the enemy tries to steal the word. We still have to use the word just like we did then. And we'll continue. Now we got grandchildren. Now we got great-grandchildren. We're trying to, it's like, you know, using these principles. We still fast and pray. We still seek the Lord. We still give first fruit. We still do because we're believing God to, 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 so that we can bring it to the house of God and that his blessings will be upon our house. We still need the blessings upon our house. We need to do this, so we have to continue. So again, uh, turn me to 1 Peter 1, 23. Mm. This is the word, and we're going to give you some scriptures. I know I'm going on, but I'm, I want to put, kind of lay the foundation for the word today. We always give the healing scriptures for us to, to talk about and go over for healing. This is all a part of it because you can hear the word of God, but it's got to fall on good ground. And you got to understand that the enemy will come immediately to steal it. And then we got to make sure our minds are not carnal, but we are spiritually minded. We are saying, whether you're with me or you're by yourself, 
while you're driving along, because you're going to be tempted to do all kinds of things. You're going to be tempted to say some things that you shouldn't be saying, but it's got to be on the inside. So First um, Peter 1.23, it says, being born again. How many are born again in here? Hallelujah. That means something. I don't know if y'all know it. I mean, I, I just shiver listening to the news. And I know my son, Philip, and some people I know, he says, I just don't listen. I just don't listen to the news. I, you know, certain things, very seldom he even knows what's going on in the world. He just like, because it just can make you, you, you got to know yourself. And, and, but I listen because I kind of want to know what's going on. I want to know how to pray. But I heard, I heard one, um, one policeman said, he says, we don't even put everything on the news. We don't even put everything on the news that's going on. He said, if we put everything on the news, people wouldn't come out their houses. People wouldn't, you know, people would be so in fear. God has us here for such a time as this, not to be in fear. He says, I've not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. But we that are born again, what I'm getting at, we're born again so we can know who we are in Christ. We were sinners, but now we were sinners, but now we're saved by grace. Grace saved us. So the things that's going on, the, 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 the woman that's, you know, killing her babies or the woman that is, you know, taking advantage of different people, If not for the grace of God, if not but for the grace of God, I could be doing the same thing. You know, it's just you want what you want. You're hurting. You're broken. You're dealing with pain. You're dealing with disappointment. They did this to me. I'm going to get them back. So to be born again and to have a different mindset, and to keep hearing the word of God so that we, that may have that tendency to steal. <laughs> okay. I'm talking to y'all now. There may be a tendency. You know, you know, because y'all know I, I love my husband. And I, and I praise God for him. And, I, and I, I've seen a change in his life. But my determination is to keep doing the word of God and being the wife God called me to be to help him. Because I don't want that old man that, that he used to be. And that nature still knocks at the door. That's still, that nature still knocks at the door. It, and your children, you can get them free in some areas, but you got to keep on. We pray all the time for our men and women's overcomers program. God is changing their lives. But there's still an enemy that still comes knocking at that door. Still knocks at our door. Because he don't want us to be free. So when we're born again, we got to understand we're born again. And the scripture says, not of corruptible seed, <laughs> but of incorruptible. This is a seed that is causing us to truly live out, out our lives. We are really born again. Why? How are we born? By incorruptible, by the word of God. The word of God is what makes a difference in our life. The word of God is what makes us walk in health and, and, to, and change our nature. 
So we don't have room to, to pick at each other and say, you ain't, you know, you're not doing this and you're, you're, you know, you're a sinner and you're ugly and you're this. No, I, I got to work on me. Yes, people will do different things, but thank God I am born again. Not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. They cannot be disturbed. This seed is for real. It is set right. So we are, have to always thank God. I mean, for me, for being born again, again, means salvation or salvation. He says that we are, we have been given that redemptive package for health. I'm born again. Health is just a part of salvation. Health is just a part. When I got saved, health and healing was a part of me. That's who I am. You got to understand that. So when the enemy comes, okay, and that's why we tell them about the sower souls the word, because the, the enemy wants you to act carnal so that when you want to act spiritual, the enemy can come back and say, well, that ain't going to work for you because look what you just got through doing. Look what you just said, or look what you just, you know, was watching. Things that mess, you know, the enemy just, you know, he don't play fair. He is the accuser of the brother, and he'll talk you into doing something wrong, and then he'll accuse you. Then he'll talk about you, and then he'll try to, you know, to just try to set you up. So that's, that's his plan. I mean, he's, he's a liar, the Bible says. He's a, lie, father, he's a father of lies. So he's going to be lying to you. But when you got the word, people can say different things to me. But if you shoot out the word and you shoot it out, sometimes when you're just saying it because it's just in you and it's coming out, not that you feel it so much, it's just what's inside of you. That's why we need it inside of us. So let me... Um, the seed, sower sows the word. You're putting the word on the inside of you. You are healed. And thank God for the grace of God. Thank God that we're born again. And we talked a little bit last week about um, what did God say about your health? What did God say about your healing? And that's what we need to say, what God says. We talked about Exodus 15, 26. And again, we want to memorize these scriptures. We want to have them on the inside. And when, when you're going through it, you remember what he said in brief in Exodus 15, 26. He says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. It's settled. It's settled. <laughs> it don't matter how you feel. It don't matter what they're saying about you. That's why I want you to be spiritually minded. That's why I wanted the word to fall on good ground in your heart. And you can say, the Lord is the Lord that healeth me. And then Genesis 6 and 3. Your days shall be 120 years. <laughs> Genesis 6 and 3. I know we haven't heard a lot about it because we've been saying... What is it? Four scores, three scores, and and ten. Three scores and ten, and and that's the way I was raised. That's what was around us. If you can live to be seventy, you have made it. But that ain't what. That ain't all God said. 
Thank God for 70. It's just, it's just was the, and I know people that just gave up when they got close to 70. But that is, 70 is the new 40. <laughs> we got things to do. You know, maybe sure it should be 80 is the new 40, whatever. But either way, your days. So what can you believe for? What can you stand for? What are you talking about? Because if you're talking about winding down, and you and at a certain age you just have those kind of thoughts, you got to do something with them. You got to do something with them. And as long as we're running after helping people, winning souls, changing lives, helping people, you got purpose in your life. You've got vision. You got something to wake up for. You you got something that you need to be healed for. I can't continually minister to people and go out and touch lives if I can't even get up. So I need to be healthy. I need to be able to show my family that they can live. And God's plan is for them to have health. No no condemnation, you know, but but just trusting God. I'm telling y'all, somebody was saying they was watching healing school last week when I told my story about my attack on last Sunday or Sunday before. No, but God, God was faithful, and he brought me through that attack. But I had, I told him, about, but because I had something to do, I said, Lord, I got to teach him in school. I can't be sick. I can't be limping. I can't be in pain. I got to be able to think. So I don't know where this came from. I just know that by Jesus stripes I'm healed, and I'm whole. And I thank God for him delivering me. You know, but then again, I said, you know, that I need to be able to let the healing school know that they're not the only ones that are going through some things. And then and when it, what it really got to is um, because I'm with pastor all the time, and the enemy don't want this word to go out. He don't want y'all to be ministered to. He don't want y'all to receive the word. He don't want the word to be alive in your life. He don't want the light of the gospel to, 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 to uh, chase all fear and, and doubt out of you. So I've, I've been, been with Pastor many times, and, and he's been, it's like Saturday night, here come these attacks. And it's like, oh, my God, so we pray and lay hands, and y'all had no idea. There's the things that tries to stop the word from going forth. But once you know that that's his, you know, he's just trying to, all we learn to say is, God just getting ready to do something big. People are going to be, you know, we're going to have an altar call. We're gonna have, people's lives are going to be changed. And, we, and you just get in your mind, we're going to get through this thing. And y'all would never know. You don't never know because I'm telling too much business. But I'm just saying. Things happen. So here I am doing all the services on this Sunday. And, and here I'm dealing with something that Pastor be dealing with. And I was like, wait a minute. That's Pastor. He might can handle this kind of stuff. I'm, I, but. That same faith. No, you are not going to stop me from doing, because between the services, I'm getting ready to come back and do the night service. And the Lord moved in a powerful way in that night service. And we got a harvest, and we got victory. And I was like, Lord, you know, thank you. And I'm not setting myself up for these attacks. I'm just telling you right now. But I just thank God for being with me and delivering me. But this word on the inside. You know, not only am I going to be healed, but I got many more years to go. 
all right? And then we, and um, I believe I gave you Genesis 15, 15 last week, or whenever that was, I was here. And it says, and you shall be buried in a good old age. Kind of goes right along with Genesis 6, 3. In a good old age. But if you have made up your mind that, shoot, I'm tired of this body, and that's one of the reasons we need healing school, because that's when a lot of people's like, I'm ready to go. I'm just tired of this body. I'm just tired of fighting. I'm just tired, and you got that right, because we know eternal life is there for us. But when you know what the word says, and you really have it on the inside, and you rejoice, and, and you obey when he tells you to get up and stretch, when he tells you to drink water, when he tells you to be more mobile, when he tells you to eat more fruits and vegetables. I mean, while you plant seeds, you know, the farmer still got to take care of the ground. He got to take care of the soil. You know, he can't just, you know, throw anything out there. He knows how to get those bugs, the worms. How many grow in a garden? I had some tomatoes growing. I just like, wow. I just came out here, and here are these worms are still getting in here and trying to mess with my trees and mess with my different things. You got to still take care of. You know, you got to go out there and turn over the, the, the ground. And Anyway. And then um, Job 5.26. Oh, yeah, Job. Job, yeah. Like Job. Job. You need a job, you can get a job. Job 5.26. Again, he says, and you shall come to your grave in a full age like a sh shock of corn cometh in his season. Corn comes in his season, so will your full age come. Comes to a full, you know, and um, nobody can create seed. Like corn, corn is a seed. Corn comes from the seed of corn. It's a real seed. But in, in, in as much as scientific things are being done, nobody can make a kernel of corn. They can make it look like a kernel of corn. But if it doesn't come from this, the right source, you can put it in the ground and say, look, I made this. It looks exactly like a corn seed. But if it ain't corn, if it ain't the real thing, it is not going to produce. And there's a lot of things the enemy tries to counterfeit and try to make. But when God puts something on the inside, it's going to produce. It's going to grow because it's the seed of the word of God. So you can't put nothing fake in the ground and think, you know, it looks like I'm, I'm living right. It looks like I'm doing right. The fruit going to come up. <laughs> exactly what you're doing. You say, well, how did you know that I wasn't praying? Uh, duh. How you know I wasn't speaking the word of God? The fruit comes forth. Exodus 12, 13. And this is something... Uh, that would happen in the children of Israel. He says, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not come upon you to destroy you. This is what God did for his people. 
When you put the blood, when you plead the blood, or when you say, this is what I believe, this is the word of God, I'm serving God, my house, me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Okay, we are children of God. He said, when I see that you have put the word in your heart, when I see that you are serving me, he says, he's saying here to them, he says, I will pass over you. Because he, he was bringing destruction to all those who are going contrary. He said, but when I see the blood, when I know that you have, you're surrendering your life, he said, the plague should not come upon you to destroy you. So you may, the, the plagues may come, but it won't be able to destroy you because the Lord is going to be there to take care of you. And then we're familiar with Exodus 23, 25, and 26. Exodus 23. We already talked about the cultivating the ground, the farmer. So this is just some seed to go into your ground that you are going to take care of. Good soil. Exodus 23, 25, and 26. And he says, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. I don't know about y'all, but I've been in churches that told me that God brings sickness on you. I don't know where, you know, if you don't read the word or if you've been passed down. And then there's people, there's grandmothers, and Lord knows, I got respect for grandmothers. I got, gra I got respect for aunties that have been in church a long time. I got respect for pastors that have been in church a long time. A lot of people are just teaching you what was passed down to them. They don't study. They just go and say what they were taught. Just like Pastor was talking about, praying is not caught. It's taught. Jesus said, Jesus, uh, who was that that said, teach us to pray? The disciples said, teach us to pray. He, he taught us, taught us how to pray. So things you have to get from God. He wants to teach us how to do different things, not from what somebody else he was saying, they, they, we were taught how to pray based on what they were praying. But if it's not lined up with the word of God, then you got to find out what God wants you to do. So a lot of times we don't, we're not critical of people that are teaching us certain things, but they are not the Holy Ghost. They are, they, they are teaching you what they know. Thank God for what they know. But we need to understand that People have taught us how to be sick. They've told you that who you think you are, that you should be in health. Well, the word tells me I should be in health. And I remember the different churches that I went to. I remember when I was at a church that didn't teach healing, and I was sick. I was sick. I was, had all my medicines carrying around with me, doing different things. But when I got in a church that taught me about health and taught me what God's word says about it, it was like a difference between night and day. So the word that you hear, the word that you digest, is what makes a difference. And it's God's word. It's not about just the church. It's about what you receive, what your heart is open to receive. So again, uh, Exodus 23, 25, I will take sickness away from the midst of you, and the numbers of your days I will fulfill. So as we're going through life, Again, we've got a vision here to just be busy about the Father's business. Fulfill the days. Let the devil know, no, you messed up with the wrong person. What you said, you know, I ain't going to make it to here. Watch. 
But again, you don't get in the flesh and start doing. I'm just saying, don't get prideful. Because pride is, you know, goes before destruction and the Holy Spirit before fall. Again, all these scriptures helps us to cultivate and, 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 and get what God has for us. So you don't get proud, prideful and you don't start, you know, saying, look at me and you're this and you're that. No, we don't. We act like Jesus. So, but expect. Uh, Deuteronomy 7.15. These are the scriptures that you're going to keep before you, along with everything else. I will not put, Deuteronomy 7.15, I will not put any of the diseases you are afraid of on you. But I will take all sickness away from you. Okay? So you say, well, it don't feel like it. How is God letting this happen? You just don't worry about how it happened, you just know you're going to get out of it. Don't worry about how it, how it came or what. Because like, it's, like I said, there's different things. It, if it's up to me if I'm going to harbor unforgiveness in my heart. It's up to me if I'm going to let everything everybody say offend me. It's up to me if I'm going to uh, just not care and just continually do certain things that, I, that feels comfortable for me. You know, it's comfortable to just sit in front of the TV with your potato chips and just. Well, you know, God made it, you know, and I remember we used to say this about dessert, you know, it's like ice cream is just so good. You know, it's like God can't want me not to have ice cream. God made ice cream. He made all. Th yes. Everything is to be temporal, you know, you know, in moderation. You just got to just know. And then if certain things are. It's detrimental to you. You got to find out. Find a substitute. God loves you enough to give you something that'll still take care of that. Somebody was telling me about how they took some cauliflower and made some mashed potatoes out of the cauliflower, and she said it was so good. And in the natural, it's like what? But there's different things that if 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 it comes to it, He knows how to help you with certain things. So I will not put any. He's not going to put no diseases on you. But if certain things have attacked you, you, there's wisdom that he will give you to help you get away from it because he got a long life for you. So, Lord, what am I doing? What do I need to change? Okay. All right. And then um, Deuteronomy 11, 921. Nine and 21. He says, it will be well with you. <laughs> so if it ain't been well with you, just keep planting the seed. Just keep cultivating the ground. Because some, some things we got to work our way out of. You know, like Pastor was saying about Philip, what uh, he was telling little Philip when he was younger. He's like, you know, you're going to reap what you sow. Just like any kid, any of us, you know, we've sowed some bad seeds. I don't know about y'all. I used to sow bad seeds. As holy as I am, as powerful as I am now, <laughs> I used to plant seeds, and, uh, uh, bad seeds. And so Philip would, after a while, and, and Philip kept experiencing ugly things, certain things. And he said, Dad, how long, I'm gonna be, <laughs> how long am I going to have to receive these bad things in my life? And, dad, and his dad told him, he said, Son, 
you know, scripture says, you know, God is not mocked what a man sow, we'll reap. But if you start planting more good seeds, just keep planting good seeds from here. Yes, you may have planted some bad seeds, and you're reaping some of the harvest from that. But if you keep planting, you plant a lot more good seeds, then that bad stuff will just dissipate. So that's how we do it. Even with our bodies, we may have done some things contrary in our bodies, but now we love like God tells us to love. We're not hating people. We're not holding things against. Yes, our flesh wants us to hold against, but no, Lord, I choose to forgive them. You know, I heard somebody say, you may not forget it, but you forgive them. And when that thought comes, the scripture tells us, cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought. Because the thoughts will try to mess up. You bring it into captivity. It's up to you to change it. The thing will come into you. But no, I choose to forgive. And I catch that thought. And you tell, I tell the devil, when he tells me, you know, certain things, nope, that is not my thought. I'm just telling you, this is how we work it. This is how we have to do it because the thoughts will come that I'm not going to live, that this is going to happen to me, or this is that. And you be careful what you say with your mouth. And you, and, you, and you shut down the enemy and say, oh, that don't work. You just, you know, doing this and that. No, the word works. All right. So did I finish that? It said uh, Deuteronomy 11.9. It says it will, I, yeah, I'll stop before I finished it. Deuteronomy, I know I'm fitting to close. Okay, first closing. <laughs> Deuteronomy 11, 9, and 21, it says, It will be well with you, and your days will be multiplied and prolonged as the days of heaven upon the earth. That's a good long time. It will be well with you, and your days shall be multiplied and prolonged as the days of heaven upon earth. Some of us got to watch out for what we say. Some people say, I don't want to live long. You've been saying it for many years. But now that you're hearing the word of God, you're changing your confession. So you need to just keep on saying, what you know, again, I want to live long because I see what God has done in these 38 years of ministry. I've seen what God has done in these 45 years. So there's more that I want to do. Now I'm at an age where things that used to bother me don't bother me no more. After you've gone through so many things in your life, you've been through so many things, and now you learn how to handle the different things. You recognize where they're coming from. So now I can come from a whole different level. I can still work, you know, a little less or whatever, and I can still, like, say no, where I didn't think I could say no to certain things before. I ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. You know, now I'm at a different stage in my life. You know, I know how to tell the, the different deals and the different people that try to, you try to rip you off in different things. It's like, uh, excuse me, hang up that phone. But at, before, I remember running around for the, the sweet, the, what is the sweet, sweepstakes? And I was praying, I was like, Lord, let me win. The, you know, using my faith for that. Well, see, there's certain things, you know, I learned. God has a financial plan for his people. And uh, that sweet steak, you know, ain't necessarily the plan he has. You give as God has prospered you, and and God will bless you. 
And uh, so different things. I just remember just different things in, in your life you go through because they got all kind of different deals to make money and different things. So after a certain age, you learn different things. No, you follow the principles of the word of God. And he knows how to do things. He knows how to, to bless and bring things. Okay, y'all, stop talking. <laughs> and the last one, uh, and this one says it both basically in Deuteronomy 20 three and five, and Nehemiah 13 and two. I mean, this, I just scratching the surface right now. But he says, I turned the curse into a blessing unto you because I loved you. I turned, it might have been there. It might have been some things there to mess you up. Deuteronomy, okay. 23 and 5, and Nehemiah 13, 2. I turned the curse into a blessing unto you. What Satan meant for evil, I turned it around for good. Because I loved you. See, that's what was a big thing in closing. Basically, that's a big thing for us. God loves me. I know we heard from a little kids, Jesus loves me, this I know for the Bible. But do you really believe he loves you? Do you believe he's turned things around? All he's asking us to draw nigh to him, and he'll draw nigh to us. How do I draw nigh to him? I hear his principles. I do what his word tells me. And then he can show the love. How many know when we have our kids, we love our kids. But when, when, when they cut up, it's like, but y'all don't know how much I love you. I'm trying to spare you. I'm trying to help you to, do, to experience good life just like we was. That's how I had to deal with my kids, my, my, my daughter especially. I had to be reminded how I cut up when she was cutting up. And so how my mother loved me and my mother was trying to help me. So now when she has her little friends and she don't understand that I'm trying to help her, you know, because he loves us. We love God. So we can trust him that he cares. And he says, I'm going to turn that curse into a blessing. But you got to follow my ways. you got to follow my ways. Keep putting this word in your life and allowing it to produce. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the beautiful people that you've come together to hear your word. I thank you, Lord, that they're not only beautiful on the outside, but they are beautiful on the inside because their hearts. Lord, they are not carnally minded, but they are spiritually minded. Lord, they are hearing what your spirit is saying, what your word is saying, and it is falling on a good ground. It's producing in every one of their lives. We thank you, Lord, that the blessings of Abraham are upon them. The blessings of long life and peace. Healing in their bodies. I come against pain and torment and, and disorder and disease in Jesus' name. And I thank you that by Jesus' stripes they are healed that your word is alive in them and they are speaking the word of God and they are casting down every imagination of anything contrary to your word concerning their bodies, people that they're believing for, that they're standing with. Lord, we thank you, Father, for your healing power. Long life, you're satisfying us all and showing us your salvation. We are the redeemed of the Lord and we say so in Jesus' name. Amen.